Hello and welcome to yet another episode of Unlicensed and Unhinged. I'm your host, Jeremy Granite, with my co-host, Mike Gaddy. Welcome back, everybody. Mike here. Uh, today we have the pleasure of having one of our longtime friends and adventure buddies and fellow cosmonaut and an individual who's got his fingers in a lot of the holes in Reno. <laughs> I'd like to welcome Tony Sandoval. Hey, how's everyone doing? Thank you for joining us, my oh, dad. Yeah. And a little, you know, a little last minute, but you know, it's four twenty, oh, yeah. and I, it know, is it's, it's pretty nice to do this on a <laughs> on a national holiday. Yeah, I agree. I think we should get the day off, but right, you know, right, I agree. It's not I my agree. Call. Uh, we had a we had another guest, and they fucking called out last minute, so they're on the ban list. <laughs> like, why wouldn't you want to come hang out? They with must me have and a Mike? great story. But it worked out, I think, too, because if we had the headphones on and we weren't listening, we might not have caught the little fit outside earlier. <laughs> which, which definitely. I, I still don't know. I got here, and you know, Jeremy's like, there, you know, there's a bunch of cops outside, and I'm like, okay. So yeah. I get here, you know, and they're just like, yeah, let's you know, let's save this uh, good story. Everything yeah, happens. So everything happens. So for we're all gonna we're all gonna hear this together. We got from we, Mike and Gat. We got receipts in the form of video evidence of everything we're gonna talk about, but that's gonna be much later in the episode. Oh, yeah, yeah, Not yeah, everything. Yeah. So stay yeah, tuned. Yeah. Stay tuned. <laughs> so the hilarity for later, and right now, let's on a serious note, give. Tony, an opportunity to um, introduce himself to those listeners who don't know him. Hi. Um, you know, some of you might know me as uh, Tony. Uh, Tony Sandoval. Giga Tony. Uh, take it easy. Um, but uh, I, I'd, like Jeremy said, I do have uh, a lot of my hole, a lot of my fingers and a lot of holes. A lot of his, <laughs> a lot of his holes on fingers. <laughs> Hey, don't kink shame. Yeah. No, no kink I, I don't, we don't kink, <laughs> shank, in, we don't kink shank in Jerilago. No kink shaming. Yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, um, this is a like absolute pl- pleasure to be on here and uh, celebrate this national holiday with you guys. Hey. And, hey. So cheers to that. Happy 420. Happy 420. Cheers. Cheers. cheers and and uh, dabs Did later. you hit the volcano yet, Tony? Soon. That's Soon? For, that's okay. for later. Right we got to keep, we gotta keep them coherent yeah, yeah. for at least 45 okay. minutes. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Before we go down the rabbit hole. Yeah. Some bad experiences with the dabs. Yeah, me too. I, I, me I, too. Like, I, quick little story. I went to my, I was in uh, LA and I went to the dispensary and this is like before like weed was legal. You know, you had to have that little uh, that recommendation doctor. Yeah, right. It wasn't that long ago. Huh? No, it wasn't that long ago. <laughs> a couple of years ago, really. Um, but I, you know, I bought something that I'm like, hey, you want a dab? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I guess. And I like to like load it up, and they, I just take this huge toke, dude. I'm like, just coughing my lungs out. Is this your first dab every year? No, no, okay. I've done it. I've done it before. These but are just some real stoners. They're like, yeah, <laughs> they're like, hey, here's this free dab, but you know, for spending some money. I'm like, okay, <laughs> okay, you know. And and I'm coughing, dude. I'm coughing, coughing. I can I can't even talk. I'm coughing so hard. I'm just like, thanks. Like as I'm walking out, you know. And uh, I walk back outside of the car, and I'm still coughing my ass off in the car, and I'm just. After that, I'm just like the most baked in LA with that crazy everything there, the, mm-hmm. the, the traffic and everything. It's just not not, not that I would yeah, want to be high. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not like especially a, if you're in charge of your movement and yeah, responsible yeah, for your own like, safety. Yeah. You're like, and, fuck. And the, not safety, but safety for others too. You know? like, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, for God real. damn, I probably shouldn't be driving. Right you're now. Like I've right? made a mistake. Yeah, and I definitely did not drive. Good, yeah, good, someone good took over you. because That's good. yeah, I was like, no, I probably shouldn't do this. This is this can end very bad. But yeah. um yeah, I mean, I mean, I don't know anybody from my generation of pot smokers anyway that has not been personally victimized by a dab. You know, because yeah. back in my day, yeah. you yeah. took like you took like a real spicy bong hit 
and it would fucking rock your world. You yeah. know, I'm talking about the early 2000s. Yeah. You know, you would get so fucking stoned off of, of a bong hit that you would basically be immobilized there for like still an hour and a half, two hours, you know? That were seeking 100%. a really good hit, like gravity bongs. And, and for oh, me, yeah, that's, the, that's the only level. I, we made one out of a fish tank one time in a swimming pool. <laughs> it was a fucking 400-gallon fish tank. We used a one and three-quarter inch socket as the bowl. Which nice. I, those of you who are not able to see what I'm saying, it's like the top of a fucking beer can. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's a huge Good fucking reference. bowl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think we packed like five or six grams in it. It took six people to push it aye, down. Aye. And we lit it with hand torches, right? And then everybody had to like slowly let it up. <laughs> and then we unscrew the bowl from a piece of like fucking, like a pipe adapter that we had made. And you just literally hit right off of this dirty ass fucking garage pipe, you know, just like <laughs> yeah. a piece of, just like a piece of gas pipe, or basement we, pipe. Yeah, like. it, it could have come from, it could have come from like a sewer at one point. Who the fuck yeah. knows? But it didn't matter. The pursuit was taking that shit to your soul, yeah. you know, and like yeah. you'd put your mouth on this thing, and the dudes holding it would push it down like maybe an inch, and it would like blow your face off of the shaft. You know what I mean? Like you'd. It would supercharge that fucking cannabis smoke straight to the bottom of the lungs. And uh, that was not what anyone sub-25 years old should be dealing with. No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dude, in high school, we, uh, we got, like, you know, we'd get carrots in our lunch. You know, those little baby yeah, carrots. Little and uh, a buddy of mine got like, one of the straws from, you know, the milk packets. And he just, like, made a little hole in this carrot, right? And they made a little... You know, like a little top, you know, like a little bowl. Perfect little pipe. Yeah, this little tiny pipe made of, you know, made out of carrot. And we took that shit to the restroom and we fucking sparked it up. <laughs> just tossed that shit inside the toilet and flushed it. <laughs> Should have ate it, pussies. No, right? no, hey, no. There's another time, yeah, that we took a, we took a, an edible, like, at lunch, dude. And, dude, I, got, I think it was, like, social economics or something, dude. And I was so baked, dude. What class. year did you graduate? Uh, 2010. 10. God damn. Oh, shit. <laughs> I was 07. So I was going to say between 05 and 2010, I don't know how popular or more popular dabs were than gravity bongs. But my gravity bong that was the most remem- memorable one I've ever had was made out of a water jug. Those five-gallon water jugs, the blue ones, yeah. you know? Turn it up, you cut the, the, bo- the top oh. of it off, bottom, depending on what. Yeah. Yeah. Fucked me up really bad. <laughs> Yeah, we used to make them out of a lot, like just like the, the you know the little two liter two, two liter bottles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the, that oh, yeah, your, that's the most that was your average, one, yeah. yeah, gravity bong. Yeah. Most yeah. people yeah, had those yeah. fill up this kitchen sink or yeah, the bathtub yeah, yeah. or a yeah, hot tub, like a bucket right, or right. something. Yeah. A bucket, yeah. yeah. I remember yeah. when I first saw something like that at a party. People doing gravity bongs. I was like, oh shit, that's hardcore. <laughs> or, or even a steamroller. Did you guys ever do? Yeah, I did. Dude, I got a story about a steamroller. All right, we're gonna hear it. We're gonna hear it. I want to know a steamroller story. Dude, I don't know how old it was. I was looking, working in Roseville, Roseville at the car dealerships down there. And I was partying, I, but I was living in Marysville. So it was like a 30-minute, 40-minute commute. And after work, this Asian dude at work was like, dude, come to this house party with us. And I went to the house party. It's a normal house party, not a lot of people. And somebody had stolen Xbox from the party. And I had just, suckers. I had just hit a gravity bong for the first time. Or not a gravity bong, uh, a steamroller for the first time. It was this big, fancy glass one. This Asian kid, I worked at Toyota, like I said, he was just like this supercar nerd, had this steamroller, and I just hit it, and then I go out to the garage where people are playing beer pong, 
and somebody's like comes out all pissed off. Who took my Xbox? Right? I didn't know anybody there other than the guy I worked with. Those like, are the worst parties to be at. Like yeah. I said, yeah, like I said, yeah. he's Asian. So I'm standing in the, in the garage, just like <laughs> witnessing a beer pong game, and it very quickly switched from some dude got his Xbox told, stolen to there's like three or four Asian gang members in all black with like automatic weapons around us in the garage. Holy shit. And I'm like, my heart drops. And I, like I said, I'm not a like stoner. I didn't start smoking until I was 18 and I just started working when I was 18. So this is like right after I started smoking first time out on my own. And, uh, yeah, so there's, they interrogated everybody, found out that it wasn't nobody in the garage that stole the Xbox and then they took off. But I was super stoned by the end of that. So I'm like, and I'm like, I'm not staying here. It's fucking hostile now. I take off. I was, <laughs> I was in my parents' like four-door Civic, just a little basic Honda Civic, and I just took off. But I couldn't drive all the way home, 30, 40 minutes. I just drove to the Walmart. Like, I just got to get the fuck yeah, out of here. Yeah, I just can't be here. You know? <laughs> yeah. So I drove to the Walmart, got like one of those half gallons of milk and some donuts and stayed in the Walmart parking lot and went back to work in Roseville the next day. But like, yeah, you're fucking Asian gang members at gunpoint over at Xbox. Yeah. One of my first times... Smoking I mean, that's something you don't leave out. We have a party, put the I mean, honestly, <laughs> yeah, like, I, yeah. we've yeah. all been we've all been victimized by our own de- decisions, and yeah. for me, yeah, it has been yeah. throwing parties with a bunch of strangers I just picked up at a bar. Oh. <laughs> you know, because I got that accidental cult leader fucking personality. So yeah. sometimes I just end up with like a crowd of folks, and I'm like, you guys, I'm not done here. No, I mean, I guess, yeah. Should we you call the you, guy? You, you don't need, yeah, exactly. <laughs> call the no, guy. No, you're just like, yeah. Call you know, the guy. You, know, you just think about it. Like, yeah, just, you don't even, you're not thinking about it. You're just, yeah. you just want everybody over, but you don't yeah. even think about all the shit. You don't you even have. know there's shady motherfuckers out there. Yeah, that's true, yeah. All right, so I want to change directions a little bit just to keep this thing on the rails and make some progress in people's understanding of how we have come to include Tony as one of, you know, like our, our family, you know. So I know that in the beginning of the Tony saga in, in, in regards to this podcast and the, the hosts of it, that it started with Mike. So I'm going to give you guys the floor and give you guys both an opportunity to tell me about your origin stories and uh, specifically in Bluebird and, and how you all knew each other before we all knew each other. So I've lived in Reno for like almost five, six years now. And when I first came back, my good friend Billy that I've known since I was a little kid, since we were both born, our dads are best friends, uh, took me out to this club, right? And I'm, I'm into music, right? And I didn't think about a Friday night going out that I was going to meet these other people that are really, really into music because we weren't going to see a band play, which is what I did like in high school and just after high school. But we went to the Bluebird, and that's where Tony and I met. Yeah, yeah, we did meet there. You know, Mike kind of came around. I was, I was already at the Bluebird, and, you know, we had this – you know, this scene that we were, you know, curating for the city where, you know... Um, it was, One that still uh, stands to this day. It still stands to this day, In other yeah, places, yeah. obviously. Yeah, no, yeah. I mean, it's, there's, it's still a huge value to the community and what they do and the people that are now, you know, like, um, you know, it's a place for that people gather and, you know, come hang out with their, some of their best friends and listen to some of the, you know, the best talent in Reno. And... Uh, but yeah, then we know this is probably what 2019, maybe somewhere around there. Yeah, because I maybe? think I came here in 18, so it took probably about a year to yeah, run so, into and meet yeah. people and create relationships. Now yeah. it's been four years now, right? At yeah, least, yeah, at least. So yeah, no, it, I yeah. really know. It's, it's yeah, funny yeah, to yeah, yeah. think back, but yeah. what attracted me was the fact that like all the best people, and I talked about this in one of the previous episodes, mm-hmm. that all the best relationships that I have and my closest friendships and the best experiences I've ever had have all revolved around music, and 
Tony being at the time just lights, but now with DJing and sound, and yeah. I'm sure you did a little bit of sound and stuff too. Yeah, Everybody, some sound, you know, you know, uh, show running and stuff like that. You know, it was really, it was a really like a, a group effort between the production team and there. You know, mm-hmm. you know how we were gonna light the place up or how you know we what, you know lighting color we wanted to have, and you know we'd try to kind of make that very close to what you know the the event was about or the flyer. You know, try to like. Keep of, it on, yeah. keep it on theme. Theme, yeah, yeah. bring that theme, right? And yeah. you know, and then, you know, hosting some of the biggest, te- you know, biggest artists, DJs, producers in the in you know in the world now. You know that then you know they were big then, but now that where you see them now, like four years later, and they're massive, playing some of the biggest stages around the world. You Could know? you name drop a couple of those artists? Oh man, there were so many good ones. Dude. Cookie Monster, Cookie Monster, and yep. Cookie Monster and Doctor P. That Dr. was that P. was that a was huge, a sick show. That was a huge one for me because I I got really tight with Cookie Monster yeah. after the show in the green room because both of our names were Tony. Right. So, <laughs> yeah. so you know, rest no, in peace, no, 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 rest that, in peace, Cookie Monster. Yeah, right, yeah, that doesn't sound accurate. His name was Cookie Monster. I don't obviously, understand where you got Tony out of that, bro. What the fuck are we uh, talking about here? And you know, and and these guys were huge inspirations to like my upbringing in like electronic music because these these guys were some of like the original dubstep producers and DJs at the time that I was mm-hmm. listening to. These are the guys that you know that were you know, making music with Flux Pavilion. Mm-hmm. You know, these guys are huge, you know, and it was a huge yeah. honor to meet them. And, you know, like I, was, like I said a little while ago that, uh, you know, rest in peace, Cookie Monster, you know, because he did pass away. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, he passed away maybe like a year after that. Mm-hmm. And one thing that I got to, I found out was I got to do light, lighting and visuals for his last U.S. show. Oh, yeah. Because right after that show, he was like, out a, of state. No, a, like two weeks, like country. two, like four, like a month later, uh, COVID happened. Everything oh, shut down. Right. So yeah. that was, he after that they like left back to the UK. That's an interesting sideline I'd like to talk to in in parallel to your guys' origin story. It's a big part of it. You know, like so you guys knew each other right around the time that COVID happened. Yep. You know? Just a little bit before. Just, just a little bit, bit just just before, a little bit yeah. Before, yeah. It was yeah, it was like maybe like maybe like uh like six months maybe, or maybe like somewhere around there. Maybe cl- yeah, no, like more like a year, right? At least, yeah. At least, yeah, close to a year. Because mm-hmm. I remember, I remember meeting Gaddy kind of closer towards the end of that, like kind of like right before COVID happened. And I remember you being there for like a big part of it because you were like, like filming, you were making videos, right? And you like became friends with all of us. Mike yeah. Gaddy's videos are something yeah. to behold. No, yeah, way. this is kind of where he he create, you know, he curated his craft, and yeah. and you know, he would always like come and record shows, you know, and and. uh and just became tight with everybody there. You know, it's, it's such a small... Duly, du- duly and well-deserved. No, 100%. Because Mike Gaddy is a great addition to any fucking team or any friendship. And I'm glad that you guys had that ability to forge these bonds prior to COVID. Yeah. Because yeah. To, to cut into that piece of COVID, when COVID happened... Bluebird was dead, and we won't get into all the yeah, details no, of that. No, we don't have yeah, to. No, we don't have to get into all that. Bluebird was dead for the greater circle that I call, you know, friends now. No, 100%. so Bluebird had died, and and me and Mike Gaddy had forged Everything a friendship died, really. separately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lost that that, that we have talked about in the past. How me and Mike Gaddy became friends, but during COVID, I was the type of person. I was like, listen, I've eaten hooker ass in Thailand. I'm not getting this fucking <laughs> You're disease. Not getting sick. And I wasn't I'm not really going to get sick. And that's still true to this day. Still true to this day. Have not got it. Maybe blame it on the serial numbered vaccinations that the army gave me that I don't even know what the yeah. fuck they are. Yeah. Maybe blame it yeah. on eating the hooker ass in Thailand. It probably <laughs> built my immune system up to a fucking yeah, you got the vaccine then. super saiyan yeah, levels yeah. of immune system. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But uh, Mike 
said, hey, you want to go out to the spot? These are all my friends. And we we used to get after it at a place called Bluebird. And Bluebird was just a story to me. I hadn't yeah. even been there until more recently, you yeah, know? Yeah. And that was actually, I went there with you. You, yeah, you, yeah, did, you yeah. and our, and my girlfriend and your wife, yeah, yeah, we yeah. all went there. Yeah, and, and that was yeah, the first yeah. time I ever partied at Bluebird. Yeah. A little surreal, a little surreal to be honest with you. Just cause, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm sure. It was such a home for a lot of us, you know. Mm-hmm. Kind I'm of sure, going back I'm sure it's weird going back when you're not a yeah. piece of the sauce anymore, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I think my time there was kind of like, yeah, it came to its end when it came to it. It know? was time. I'm, from yeah. all the stories I've heard, it yeah, was time. It was and that's a conversation for a different podcast yeah, yeah, and a yeah, different exactly. guest, you yeah, know? Yeah, we can't speak on the behalf of those exactly. people. But what I can say is Mike says, let's go to the spot. And I'm like, what the fuck is open right now? It's COVID. Everything's locked down. And Mike's like, I don't think you understand, bro. <laughs> and I'm like, what, dude? Can let's we get, go. Can we get anybody in trouble by saying, oh, yeah, they were open during COVID? Or I, I, I think it's too late. <laughs> it's too late. I think it's too late. <laughs> Most people are like, yeah. Ah. So, Mike, I just want to say it by name. And we'll, we'll shout it out all the time. And all those of you who are listening who know us, you already know who what the, what the fuck we're talking about. Yeah. Right? We'll just leave it at yeah, that. Yeah. So, Mike takes me to the spot. And this p- fucking place runs like a speakeasy. It's got a little outdoor venue, a little patio. And so Mike goes jumping the fence. I'm like, bro, what? <laughs> he thinks I'm right. Yeah, I'm like, behave, dude. What the fuck? And he's like, no, no, this is how it works. And he takes me up to the side door on the building we all know and love. And he gives like a little secret knock. He's like, I don't know if there was if it was a secret knock. I was probably just high. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> but fucking Travis Rose, a, a great friend of all of us, he opens this door. And invites me into a fucking wonderland. I was almost not prepared it's, to know about. Basically, you know? it's a private party. Like, you know, and like the people who were around and people who didn't, went, didn't shy away from going out. Like, there was a few of us that still wanted to go out and not lose that connection with others. No, yeah. You know, yeah. so we did. We did. We migrate. It was a migration. Yeah. yeah. Sure. But even even if things didn't shut down, I feel like like the connection between music is what I always keep bringing it back to. Is like, you did yeah. lights and I was fascinated by that. So I started doing videos. Yeah. And the videos connected us all. And then they were yeah. like, oh, if you keep making these videos, this is before COVID. Yeah, yeah. Like, if you That's keep making true. these videos, you can come out and, and we'll let you in for free and stuff. And I thought that was super cool, you know? Yeah. Um, you know, content, you know? And like, he, he, out there. I mean, he built that connection uh, and was able to just openly and welcomely bring me in to that pre-existing circle of friends yeah. you know and to me that was something that was beautiful also a little bit concerning because i'm a little bit much for some people <laughs> to absorb so i was always concerned like man i cannot fuck my boy's shit up you know did i ever warn you about jeremy before i introduced you to him tony uh, i know i did travis i know i told travis like yeah jeremy's kind of crazy because i think you know because you know because it come, all comes back around right because if i wouldn't have met you you know, you know, and Jeremy, I would probably wouldn't have met Jeremy, you know, right? And there's a bigger, even a bigger circle because then he came into my circle and then he got even into my circle even tighter, which we can probably segue into. I got into that circle hella tight. <laughs> yeah, no, 100%. <laughs> but, you know, before we finished this, you know, we, yeah, we were, you know, we had a, a, a connection with people, with our friends that we, we wanted to continue. Connection. Yeah, connections. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> you know, for the, the you know, since there's no video of this, but you know, Mike was making the you know the sign of you know the the, the finger it's going the into the sign. hole. Yeah, <laughs> he definitely was. And for anyone, I mean, not I think pick- we all were right. I mean, a little bit. I mean, that's, yeah. yeah, no, my wife, the reason I kind of got into the bluebird was because of my wife. You know, like mm-hmm. you know, just because I met her and I just kind of started going there hanging out and that you know this is my origin story Met you know, in the I, scene yeah you know and then i became tight with everybody that was there you know and and then to the point where not only was it a place that i hung out but it became a place of my job you know it was a, my second job mm-hmm. and and you know and making 
putting together some of the biggest shows in Reno at the time and you know like sometimes it's sometimes and still and still doing yeah, all the yeah, time yeah yeah, so, yeah, yeah no yeah and you know there'd be days when I'd be doing lighting and there's like 400 and something people like in this one room right it's like a sea of people like a little pond of people and it's just you just see them just kind of like you know just like with their hands up in the air you know just like what was that festival last summer that we all went to up in Tahoe oh yeah um, base camp base camp fest. base camp yeah, yeah so tickets are on sale to bring up. for the next one also they're all they're also doing base camp in the park so get your tickets nice at, the, the moment I knew Tony was a shot caller is I was already <laughs> dating his wife's best friend yeah River shout out to her yeah you know, and we went up to this festival with them, and Tony's like, "Hey, you guys want to stand on sh- stage while the show's going on?" And I was like, "Fuck yeah, bro! Let's do that!" Nice. And we did, and that no. was that was packed out. That was no, a thousand no. or more people. No, no, yeah, I got, I, I was able to get them uh, artist wristbands. Right, you yeah. handed me one too. Once oh I yeah, in. I think I gave you and one. Johnny, Johnny was doing security, Sorry, Nick. and was Nick is Nick Rogers like the, <laughs> Sorry, is he Nick. like is Nick the head of like base camp? Yeah, yeah okay, yeah, right. One so I, I, yeah, I, mean, the, I think yeah. I met him in person like maybe once or twice, yeah, yeah. but because. I've helped you guys with security or Travis yeah, with yeah. security. You and I connected with lights, and I was just yeah. making a fan video basically at the time when we met. But just like I was talking about earlier with music, it's like all the small little channels of yeah. people doing security, people doing sound. It's all part there of was the an scene. art car it's doing the. It's not just music, yeah. right? The art car. Who's art? What, what was the art car? The tree, the giving tree. Yeah, the giving tree. Oh yeah, was yeah. doing. That's where the silent disco was happening, yeah, which yeah, was which some I, of our local I, friend yeah, me, DJs were me playing. Travis yeah. managed yeah. that stage. You yeah. guys managed that stage, yeah. right? And then <laughs> and Travis does the same thing too, too, where he in, incorporates yeah. himself where like maybe he's yeah. working at Cargo or maybe working yeah. for base. I've worked with him at Cargo too. Yeah. This group of friends, yeah. the power of our combined networks is something that always has me in awe. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like between all of us, the people that we know, the things that we know, the skill sets that we bring to the table, it's such a powerful tribe. And yeah. that, that's one of the things, that's one of the reasons it's one of the major motivating factors of creating this podcast was yeah. to be able to get these networks together, yeah. get yeah. a little place where we can all chat and make it a public thing. We can invite other people of interest, people of skill, people of good character, people of amazing creativity and artistic abilities, and we could bring them all into a hub, have conversations, and fucking extend those networks and show that love outwards. And, and we're all going to grow together because a rising tide raises all ships. Nice. Yeah. Cheers to that. Cheers to that, yeah. Happy 420, everyone. Happy 420. Cheers to that. 420, yeah, yeah. Clink, clink, clink. I'm too far away. It's too far. I passed it across. This is all going to shift up to the end right there. Yeah, we're going to figure it out. Yeah, and then you have two hosts right here, and then you guys right here. The problem is the bevel of the counter. So you can't strap onto the other side of it at all. And you don't have leg room. But once we get that table on the window, these are the beginning times. Yeah, these are the early times. Upgrades. The upgrades, yeah. So we're, get, about that one, oh, shit. we're getting to, to get the to point. <laughs> we're getting to the point where we're soon gonna be able to monetize just because of the way the Spotify algorithm works and the yeah, amount of yeah. listeners we've had so far. So when we get to the point where this does thing, this thing does possibly cash flow positive, even if it's marginally small, even if it's a couple mm-hmm. hundred bucks yeah. here and there. What we're gonna do is we're just gonna pour all that money. Like I don't need it. I work. I, I work. I work. <laughs> Mike works, Tony works, we yeah. all got our jobs, we all got our things, you know, like all the people that we're going to include in this, you know, like Tony was the first of our guests, of, of two other guests, so he's like, yeah. I insist on not three? using your peasant headphones. <laughs> oh, that's right. We should note that right now. Yeah. Yeah. We have red cords, Tony brought his DJ headphones. Yeah, yeah. He, he brought the real yeah. shit out. Yeah. The real know, shit. These are my babies. You got, yeah. I was trying no, to, I can uh, tell, they're like, they're worn in perfectly just to your ears. Yeah, exactly, yeah, you know, I've had these headphones for, you know, probably, you know, 
close to maybe 10 years. They, know, have, the, they have the grease stains of a thousand oh, yeah, raves. Dude, been, they, <laughs> they, they went to the Renegade Burn. Nice. Dude, yeah, I've nice. taken these out. I, I, I think I, I took them these at Camp Nada. Um, right. You know, like, I've t- you know, these, these are my babies. You know, these, these, I thank you deeply when for we, that excellent segue. Because yeah. when oh, we got yeah. in trouble, remember when me and you got in trouble for starting the sound system up too early? Kind of, we didn't get in trouble. Oh remember? yeah, we yeah, kept on it. Yeah, we, yeah we, I was we, like, we we're still like, we're and good. I was off doing missions, right? And you, me and you were like, you, you had just got there, and I was stoked. You were like, oh, let's turn it on. Yeah. At least, at least the monitor. Yeah, and you know we, we did the, we did get in trouble, but then you know what happened? Kind oh, of, I say oh, in we'll trouble. Get, we'll, but we'll, get, like, we'll get into it. We'll get into it. We'll get into it. Let's let's follow this let's follow this path and let's talk about Renegade Burn. Yeah, because I think that's probably. Mine and yours, like first time when you're like, okay, that's Jeremy Granite. Yeah, because I think we're, then we were like boys, you know. Yeah. At that yeah. point, it was you know like. Right. There's a transition period from when even from you and I when we you became, it happened pretty quick, but when you sure. switch from somebody I don't know too much and like, am I gonna are we gonna click to then? Oh yeah, yeah, this is my boy. <laughs> that's a motherfucking tribe member. That's tribe, how I look at yeah, it when yeah. I meet people there's that, that are on that, on that, that wavelength moment. with you. You know. I know, hundred percent. 100%. But yeah. Um, but yeah, let's get into um, the Renegade the Burn. The Renegade Burn. So yeah, that yeah. was a fucking adventure, dude. Yeah. We, I, so, I, yeah, go ahead. Go, go, go. So I connect the Renegade Burn to like you and your family early on because your wife was basically the fucking enforcer of our camp. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, like she yeah. was she was on everybody's shit. And yeah. rightly literally. so. You have to be. <laughs> literally. You have, you have to be. Yeah. This is and rightly so. Yeah, rightly so. so. Yeah, yeah. You know, because there was a lot of issues. Yeah. There was a lot of issues with fucking freeloading wooks, as I like to call them. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. I mean. Can you get the want want want? Do you have that? Want, want. I don't remember which pad it is, so if I hit it wrong, it, it's gonna be it. bad. Yeah, there, you go. there it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, and there are some free low nas wooks. That's just a test of yeah. that's just a test yeah. of it, the emergency want want want. Yeah. It's, 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 get it? It's, Wooks, want, want, want. And they like want, want, want music. Yeah, you know what I mean? That's yeah, what I'm yeah, saying. That's true. It's you good. It fits on purpose. You got it. That could just be our work noise. Yeah. From now on, from <laughs> henceforth, that's the work noise, dude. Oh, yeah. Womp, womp, <laughs> Because, I mean, I don't mean to stereotype. And not everybody that's wookish is bad, but what I will say yeah, is, no, no, there's not a lot of no, a lot of a lot of them are amazing people. But yeah. great there, people. There's a lot of them. Bad, yeah, yeah, they're lot, kind yeah. of they're kind but, of but a it's disappointment. Kind of everything though, there's kind of a lot of things. Yeah, like yeah. you wouldn't want them to like show up with a fucking transplant organ for you. You know what I mean? You just yeah. can't trust them to be on time. This shit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. You know, like if it was my fucking kidney, I'm not, I'm not, in, I'm not gonna invite or recruit any of my wook friends. <laughs> yeah, no, no, yeah, hundred percent. But yeah, Renegade Burn was definitely, you know, I think it was a, a it, it, it was a statement, right? Because it it meant something to a lot of people, you know, and a lot yeah. of people that were like longtime people that went have been go- going for twenty five years, you mm-hmm. know. For t- for them, it was one of the best, one of the better Burning Man's they've ever had because it was so. There's also kind of an act of defiance. Yeah, I mean, there was active defiance, which is but, kind of what Burning Man is about. But that's kind of how it started, right? I mean, it may, it may be less chaotic, right? Because I feel like now mm-hmm. it's it's so widely known. Then is like you had to know somebody. There was no like really internet of who, what. Maybe there was, you know, maybe there's like some chats. I'm sure you, there were some people that went yeah, out there not knowing what they're doing, like the yeah, one yeah, chick yeah, we yeah. lost on the yeah. way in. But I mean, they the call thing, them but, sparkle ponies. But the thing is, like, in order for you to go to Burning Man, you had to know somebody that was going to Burning Man. For sure, you're, you're right like, about you're, that. You couldn't okay. just show up because nobody knew, right. nobody knew where it was. 
you know, you had to know somebody that knew somebody that knows, you know, like, you know, it's, you know, that way you would go. And then it was so back then you just people just show up like the way you did, like the Renegade. You just show up. Right. That was such you, a so banger. The Renegade though. was yeah. nostalgic for the nostalgic. Yeah, the exactly. Yeah. hundred yeah, percent. Yeah, yeah. Because it was and back to those roots. Right. Right. Just right. kind of going and the flow of it for me and Mike was so much fun because we put our money into the camp. And this is just a shout out camp. Surly Bird. Surly yeah. Bird camp, you know. We we put our money into it way early. We had planned out to, to go out there for a long time. But we both are basic ass motherfuckers with day jobs, you know? Yeah. So we had a we had a process we had to abide by. And I think we got out there like Friday, what was it probably six, seven o'clock PM that we fucking headed out there. And we picked up a bunch After of work, yeah. Yeah, we picked up a bunch of stragglers. You know what I mean? Like a bunch yeah, of other yeah. people that weren't going out there had yeah. no idea where it was at. And the reality is we know where the Burning Man site is. I've been I've been twice and a third time if you if you include uh the fucking renegade burn. And Mike has been out there dozens and dozens no, of times. None. No, but you never been out oh, on to the Black site. Rock? Yeah, to the Black Rock. I had site. been out there a few times with Travis for our own small little party a couple years ago. Or a couple years before Renegade. Um, but I'd never been I mean, to Burning Man. I've been uh, yeah, to yeah, Black yeah. Rock, I think, twice. Yeah, yeah that's same, what I was same. trying to say. Yeah, you knew where we were going. Yeah, I knew where it was. Yeah, so we, we, ended, we ended up picking up a fucking convoy of people. Mm-hmm. I think what, we were five vehicles deep five when we rolled there. And, no, and yeah, most of it was just the homies that we knew. Yeah. And they kind of yeah. already knew anyway. They just No Luke one wants to drive out alone, you know? Luke was one of them. We were just talking <laughs> about him. Goddamn Lucifer. We're going to get him on the podcast. He'll be on soon. So we pick up this... One straggler that was like, uh, it was a, a it was a it was a side a chick of a, option a of, a friend, of a friend, you know, yeah, a friend, a of, a friend, friend of a friend yeah. who that friend was already out there, and then she needed to like get out there. Just uh, somebody hit me up who was already hey, and we need you to let let this friend of ours follow you out there. So we did <laughs> until we hit the dust, <laughs> and that's when it all fell apart. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know that moment when you're driving across the playa and the cars stagger. Yeah, 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 in yeah. the direction of the wind, yeah, yeah. so you can see like a row in front of you, and the wind's blowing the smoke away yeah, from yeah, your. Yeah. So you can, so you can see everybody, yeah. and everybody can see you, yeah. and we just all naturally do that if we've been out there, or yeah. if we've driven in the sand. That's you've my ever been experience. a wilderness connoisseur like Jeremy and I, like yeah, yeah. yeah. or you know, driving across, convoying across Iraq or Afghanistan. Yeah, I got experience did, with yeah. that. So right. that's how you do it, though. That's how yeah. you remain yeah. vi- in visual contact. You stagger out, and the stronger the wind and the more the dust, the more you stagger. Well, this young lady was not briefed. <laughs> nobody was briefed. She, nobody was briefed, but she was not told. No. And so we're about, we're about the point, the apex, when you get on to the playa where you can start to see the outside edges of the lights of the fucking half-ass renegade city that we had built. You guys got there at night? Yeah, it was almost oh, dark, dark when we got oh, there. It was yeah, almost yeah. dark when we got there. It was, yeah, it was... Yeah. And we were, looking was for, we were looking for a single uh, GPS coordinate. Yeah. But what we had was an eight digit, which puts you within like like a hundred meters. Yeah, right. No, yeah, I, oh, sorry, four hundred, four hundred meters. Yeah, I drove around like. For yeah, like, and that was the thing. Right when oh, we started so seeing bad. the lights, this young lady just disappeared. Yeah, and we were paying attention to the lights. We weren't looking behind us to see if there was, which you couldn't even tell, yeah. anyways, unless they were information. Yeah, which she on, wasn't. You're, you're, yeah, you're on your own. Yeah, if you don't, you don't yeah. know what you're So we never and heard. She really we was never on heard, her own. Yeah, we never heard from her until weeks later. Until everything was done, and we said, "Oh yeah, she made it home 
she told me the story of somebody adopted her and made her their burning. So it was, it was the burn that she needed too, apparently. <laughs> and sometimes that's okay. Sometimes that's what you need. So, yeah, you know, go by yourself sometimes, you know. Like, right. you know that's what, you, that was my first make time. Make friends, right? You mm-hmm. never know that, who you run into. My first time in Burning Man, I was on mid-tour leave from one of my deployments uh, to Afghanistan. Probably my second, I think. And I came back. I had the money. I had the time. I had a ticket from a friend. And he was just like, yeah, find me out there. And he fucking sent the ticket to my mom's house, and I picked it up. And I just literally packed everything I needed for, like, desert survival into a fucking 165-pound ruck pack. And I just went out there, dude. I just fucking winged it. And, like, the amount – because of the skill level and the general, like, community – communication skills i have and my ability to like befriend yeah. people and help with shit yeah. i got taken care of by like yeah, eight had, different yeah, camps I mean, no, you had to because i was offered. bringing yeah. i was bringing like yeah. i'll help you set this up That's i'll help right. you do this yeah. i'll cook i'll clean yeah. like let's go and I had, it didn't hurt that I had uh, two sheets of acid, which is <laughs> no, like, it's I mean, a great, that's I mean, a great, sharing, I mean, that's what you know, you're supposed to go caring, for. Right? Yeah, I mean, I mean that's you know, a, you know, like if you just go, go expecting to, yeah. you know, go out there and just like expect everything like, oh, the playa p- provides or whatever. And I think that was a lot of people's That's a problem. dog shit rationale. And, and yeah. I think that's what, uh, you know, what happened with the renegade burn is that a lot of people went out there thinking that, like, oh, the pro- yeah, pro- pro- I can pro- see that. But with without them actually, like, having something to offer, right? Like, if you offer, you have skills where you can clean and help build and take down and do all this work. Ugh. And um, as well as, like, having something to give back, right? I mean, it's mm-hmm. the, the, To contribute, the, yeah. Yeah, something to contribute, right? Because you, if you, you can't just get every, the player won't provide, right? If you're not providing to the ply, then the well, player won't provide to you. Right, one hundred percent. Yin yang. Yeah, it's a yin yang. Yeah, it's like yeah, that, and that's kind of what the beauty of Burning Man is is always been about. Mm-hmm. It's like it's not about the currencies you have there, but it's about the, you know what you can offer to the to the to the event. Right. I mean, this is to an the event. experience. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Experience yeah. even mm-hmm. better. Yeah. And but but I think I think that's what, that was the, one of the biggest problems with the Renegade Burn was that was that exactly. Hundred percent, yeah. yeah, and then that's why that that throws back to what I was talking about yeah. with your wife being the fucking warden, yeah. of, the yeah. the, yeah. the warden of the shitters. No, yeah, the she, warden of the shitters. Yeah, there's no, another name for it, but I'm not gonna say it. Uh, yeah, yeah. She I, was well, I, brought, I brought my bucket because I mean I, I was on a budget and I didn't really. We all brought a bucket. Most I brought a people bucket. brought a bucket. <laughs> I brought yeah. my bucket. Yeah. yeah, we all. Even River brought a bucket. I was excited. If you didn't bring if you, a bucket, even if you have, if even if you have facilities in place for yeah, you and you don't bring a bucket, you're you're a fucking amateur. Exactly. Like, this no, is, you bring one, yeah. Just, especially yeah. if you're staying out there for fucking three, four, five days, right? Mm-hmm. There's no fucking reason you shouldn't have that much food, that much water, and a place to shit that much. Yeah. And you should have a plan to pack all of that shit back out because no. that is the spirit of the burn. Right. Yeah, no, packing in and packing out, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, and making sure you... What, where you stay it is cleaned, you know? Like, mm-hmm. that, you know, leave it, leave it like you found it. Right. You know, that, that that's another that was another issue with the renegade burn because people, people yeah, there was that viral that. thing about the porta potty that was left out there. Remember yeah. that? Oh dude, that porta potty <laughs> yeah. was famous. It was Damn, on when, stickers, when we it do, was on pins. Yeah. When we do pro, when we do post production, Mike, you gotta find fucking pictures of that and oh, put yeah, that up on a clip. Because that that shit was fucking legendary. Yeah, I'll put yeah. all that stuff on our Instagram. Like we just got the Instagram a couple days ago. I'll try to sync it up properly and get the right content on there and so you guys can experience everything we're talking about yeah no yeah um but no dude the renegade burden was pretty tight dude because um 
it was my first burn. You know, maybe it was an, an official burn, but a burning experience. It was better than anything I've experienced. No, in the it was other amazing. Attempts. Right, right. Jeremy's the only one who's been to an official burn. I haven't. That was the only burn I've been to. Yeah. Other than that, I went to a, a camp out that Travis planned yeah, like I've a week after the burn, and there yeah. were still some guys rolling around in a limo out there selling yeah. a bunch of drugs, and there were some yeah. other dudes a couple miles away with some lasers. Yeah. Zach got, God damn, I want to be a limo <laughs> drug dealer, dude. Yeah. <laughs> out on the playa, yeah. yeah. Fuck, that's the kind of life kinda I've cool. been missing. Like, that was smart of Travis. We camped, I don't know, like maybe a week or two after the burn. When it was kind of cleared out, but there's still people. You still see lasers in oh, the yeah. distance. Oh, you know? yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and that's what the, the beauty of that Black Rock is. Like, you don't have to go for like right. a, rent, a burn or a renegade. We're burn. here. We could we could go yeah, out this so weekend if we wanted so to. What yeah. are all What are all the different ones that you guys know of? Because I know of June Playa, Fourth of July. But what June, else? June Playa is actually a different playa. Oh, is it? Somewhere yeah, it's, it's oh, a. Well, it's, I've yeah, been it's educated. Actually, it's, a, it's a smaller playa, but dude, I went to June Playa. Um. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah. Whose phone is this? You're all waving at me. Not mine. That's not. It's your. It's your work yeah, phone. It's your hilltop phone. It's your big ass fucking. Okay, flip no, phone it's, it's it's my big ass fucking tablet. That was <laughs> the big ass flip phone. That was is what me. it is. Jeremy's all waving like, his hand at me. You Turn guys, your phone what are you off. Doing? Silence that shit. I can hear it. Yeah, I'm gonna the, kill the that. The viewers are gonna hear it. Yeah, yeah. we have to cut this whole part out now, dude. That's my that's my watch over there. Where you grab that watch and like throw it on. It, the you floor. should be on your wrist, dude. No, I took it. I took it off because I'm home. It's like putting my lingerie on. Is you that know? your is that your weed pen, it, Tony? It, yeah, it is. Can you pass that? Yeah, it yeah, is yeah. four twenty. You know, if you would have an Apple Watch, you'd just have to charge like every other day. <laughs> Listen, know? I'm not gonna get an Apple product. Some people go, think that's the stupidest thing ever. You guys can go fuck yourself. You're not gonna convert me, okay? I'm telling it you takes right now. Half a second longer to pop your phone. Hey, out. just watch this one YouTube video. You're gonna be a fan. Listen, I'll show you some YouTube videos that'll tell you not to fuck with me. <laughs> A- AI. You could, you could, oh it's yeah, a- it's AI. It's an AI, AI generator. Yeah. It's, like. <laughs> it's Dan. It's AI Dan. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, it, it's it's crazy. But you know, the Renegade Baron was something amazing for me because, like, even before I moved out here, um, I knew about the like Burning Man. You know, like from movies or or just even just knowing about this event that happened in Nevada. You know, and me and my friends would watch documentaries. I'm like, dude, one day we're gonna go to this fucking festival. One day. We don't know where the fuck it is, and we know it's somewhere in Nevada, and we're gonna go to this thing. And then you know, you know, moving here and finding out like I'm two hours away from it, and going to like a renegade, and not only doing that, but DJing, yeah, and having some of the best experiences with some of my closest friends and my wife, mm-hmm. and you know, it was some of the best memories and seeing the whole drone thing like how the that drone blew, that, that was that amazing that, that blew that blew up that after that it, it changed everything because now you watch every festival now like edc or or you go to that any, was a statement in itself too like yeah, even though even statement. though they said hey you can't have a burn that was oh we still did yeah we did they, and we and that was drones. a fucking banger dude. no it was a banger, that was a banger yeah, dude, that was one of the funniest parties dude, i've ever so been to fun, only second shady towards the end but yeah, yeah only second only second to the Great Awakening Festival, which me and uh-huh. Mike have referenced before. <coughs> Did you but go it, to that, Tony? No, I didn't. But that, I think that's a, that's another story for another podcast or someone yeah. that has been to it. But so, you know, I was kind of involved in it in some ways, and like in some of the fundraisers and stuff like that. But I didn't go to it. No, I didn't. I, I forget why. I no, we totally have a plan to address that festival uh, on a different podcast because one of the one of the if not the main guy in in charge of that is. One of our friends, a connection that we have, and we we had him scheduled for a previous podcast, which he failed to make I'll because say, he was too fucking Gino busy. Gino Myra was supposed to be here tonight, and no 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 
fault to him, but he's got business to handle. I mean, maybe a fault to maybe him. Maybe if he's let a- me waterboard him about it, dude. <laughs> Fuck that. Well, he was Sometimes gonna- I'll say I got a business meeting, but really <laughs> it's just like to- I drank too much water- last night. You yeah, know, right. yeah. uh, you know what? He was partying last night. He invited me to his, his ranch. You see, now so it fucking oh, all it's coming comes together. together. It's coming it's together. All- Gino, Gino, you have fucking literally. So stay tuned ans- for this episode. Stay tuned for that. Yeah, you have answers. Gonna, there's some, some good shit. You have answers owed to our. You have answers owed to our forty followers. You. Son of a bitch. <laughs> That's great, though. Let, actually, let's let's jump backwards in time for a second, Tony, because uh, you're not you're not a Reno native either. I mean, technically, Mike was born here, but he spent a lot of his time growing up in California. We're all kind of like expats to Reno. We're all yeah, kind of found yeah, our way here yeah, yeah. through different reasons. So, nah, I'm a native. I was born here. Talk yeah, about where you're from. Talk about where you're from, and talk about what brought you to Reno. Yeah. Um, so I was born in Los Angeles. You know. Uh, nice. Downey, California, you know, represent. Doesn't Chili uh, Peppers talk about that place? Uh, probably, I mean, you know, it's part of, you know, like L.A. County, you know. Yeah. Um, you know, my, oh, my my mom and my whole family grew up, at least on my mom's side, they all grew up in East L.A., you know. And the projects, you know, if you guys know what that is, you know, like it's, you know, the, 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 the ghetto, of, you know, of L.A., yeah, but, for sure. But you know, then I'm you know, we as a, as my family we all migrated down south even more south, right? So we ended up in like Imperial Imperial County. No 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 Inland Empire. Okay, yeah. In, I've yeah, heard of that. Yeah, yeah. In, in Inland Empire. And Beaumont and Banning, right? And that's kinda of, I grew oh. up there. Yeah. I don't know if you guys know Beaumont. Mm-hmm. Um and then we even migrated even south even more south, you know, and we went got to the Salton Sea. The Sultan City, right? I don't know. I've heard of it. Yeah, yeah. it is. Yeah. That's a wild spot, dude. No, it's different. That almost spot. that almost deserves an hour long conversation. No, dude, by no, itself. it's crazy because like you know I finished high school there, so like then we were that there's that, that place is where I discovered like going to raves. You know these very underground raves in the on these fields. You know in the mm-hmm. middle of nowhere or in this warehouse that's in the middle of nowhere, and you just show up to this party where they. They still pat you down for guns and for shit. For sure, for sure. But you know, but you go to and you you have no idea who the fuck's playing. You're just there to have a good time with your friends, you know. And you know, and what your what your time frame was this? Oh, this is probably like oh nine, you know, ten. Um, and then after high school is when we we started actually going to like actual events, right? You know, because living in that area, we're close to Coachella, right? The music mm-hmm. festival, which is going on happened last weekend. It's going to go on this weekend. Yeah. Um, but. You know it, it. You know that's what we had there. You know the Coachella. It was like the, our Burning Man, right? This right. huge festival that brought in hundreds of millions of people, the whole area to this. All the vendors and the that, vendors, everything. The work, that, yeah. yeah, yeah, just yeah. like all the work that bring. You know, tens all the, tens all the, of yeah. Tens of millions, maybe no, hundreds 100%, of millions. Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. You, you would go to the markets near if you go. Packed. Yeah, you know, if you no, know, if you went to any market near near the festival it's cleared out like here right you go to journey burning man you yeah. go to burning man it's like everything's gone every right? gas station yeah. all the water bottles in every grocery yeah, store it's gone. Yeah. yeah everything's yeah. gone right and so you know there is where i kind of discovered electronic music right you know being in high school having being in a band and you know having some sort of uh, you were in a band too yeah oh, yeah, sure. I, yeah okay. I played guitar and bass right. and and you know do shows at school at the school and like do parties and shit and then you know, kind of towards the end and during like uh, senior years when we kind of just started discovering raves, right? And we used to go right. to these raves and, and you know, some some of the craziest experiences that I've ever had. And, you know, I think that made going to these to these events, it made me so open because I used to be so shy and like, you know, and now like. Brought you out of your shell. It, it brought me out of my shell because I was just like going and, 
and just kind of hanging out with people, right? Sometimes you you wouldn't even know those people, and then at the end you become, you have all these new friends, you know. And so you know, then I, that's kind of where it got got me into DJing, you know, because like I started making music with my friends, and then DJing, learning to DJ, and DJ for many years out there, yeah, in my bedroom, right, for probably like ninety eight percent of it, yeah, yeah, or, or or a show for like six homies. Yeah. yeah, something like that. Yeah. Or yeah, like that. That's, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's the humble beginning. Two percent, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and and I had this, you know, you know, DJ all the time. It was like a hobby. It was my hobby. I'd, love, I'd get home and just practice and practice and practice, learning to mix and doing everything. And and then you know, and then when I was living out there, I get this opportunity to move to Reno to work for a company that was super passionate about their mission and what they were trying to accomplish. Pete's Pickles and Penis Pumps? Yeah. Was that the company? And yeah, dude. Some of the best. That's one of our sponsors, actually. Yeah. Um, You know, they have amazing stock options and insurance. What was was this place again? Uh, Pete's uh, Pickles and Penis Pumps. Yeah. I I should know it. I worked there. (laughs) You're the one who told me about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, that's that's how they became a sponsor of this podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just want to make sure that, that you know the name, you know? Yeah, Very no, important, yeah. it's important because yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, just it's remember sponsor, if yeah, you need sponsor. if you need a pickle or a penis pump, call one eight hundred five 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 dicks. That's five letters. That doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Mike. I'm working on. I'm, I'm practicing for sponsors. Okay. <laughs> okay, yeah. I got it. Yeah, no, I get it. Now. You, you use a uh, promo code unhinged. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> it's the future. But yeah, yeah, I mean, so you don't have to talk much yeah. about what yeah. you do for yeah. work. Yeah. I know there's a little bit of secrecies of the program yeah. you're yeah. working yeah. on yeah. and all that. But do you want to talk anything about um, maybe the quality of life or or the experience of working for this giant monolith corporation that we all what? know so much about? Yeah, Tesla. <laughs> Tesla. Yeah. Tesla. 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 Yeah. Goddamn Teslas. <laughs> Goddamn Teslas. <laughs> You know, people fucking. But Tony doesn't these, like all these beat dudes with trucks parking in we're the blessed truck charging with spots. You know what the fuck? I, know, right? I feel like yeah. you guys would do Pieces some shit, shit like that, dude. A red truck where paramedics <laughs> just set their shit on the back of the Mike truck. Mike park in like a fucking yeah. charging spot, like fucking these. Yeah, guys. well, my truck was molested a couple minutes ago, and I have the best spot. Uh, I can't wait to out hear front right now. This story is so fucking funny. No, I can't wait. It's to so hear. good. Can we show them the video? It's now? so good. Oh, well, shit. we're at forty. We're at forty-five minutes. So, so actually, I want I want to go into different direction before that because there's a story that i've heard and mike gaddy has not heard this story and it is so fucking epic i also need a pee break so i think this is a good time yeah yeah. Yeah. you give me the wedding story and i'll give you the cop story yeah Yeah. that's a good exchange (laughs) that's a great exchange so i would love tony because i've heard this story about the the events leading up to your wedding oh and they are fucking but you know it was great it was great i had the whole uh, just before we go it's uh it's a hangover story like a hangover movie you know so is this guy story to to your wedding right Uh, yeah. So yeah. So this is a perfect segue yeah. into it. So Mike, I'm gonna leave, I'm gonna leave your capable hands on our wonderful guests. Oh, oh, we got actually. It looks like everybody wants to take a pee break. Everybody? Okay. All right, then I'm gonna go ahead and pause this. Starting again. Okay, and we have returned we from bad. our pee break. Yeah. Thanks yeah. for bearing with yeah. us. Yeah. <laughs> um, even though it was probably like a second, or like, even like. 
you know, like a quarter second that they're going to hear this, you know, that whole break. We're back. It's perfect though, because we were just getting ready to talk about the Sandoval wedding chaos. It was, it, it, this is, yeah, this is leading up to the wedding, right? <laughs> yeah. I want to hear the story. It's a story, whole story. It's a story <laughs> before my wedding. I, mm-hmm. So, you know, uh, in 2020, you know, we're going to get, you know, we, me, me and my wife, we, we, we're, we're going to get married, but nobody knows that we're getting married. It, like a very select amount of people very, know that this is going to happen. We're just going to get eloped and it's just, we're, you know, we're just going to tell everybody we got married. Yeah. So we, uh, a friend of ours invites us to this, to this party, his little party camp thing that he's doing out on Black Rock. And we're like, all right. So we, I get off of work. We pick up river, we get, get Mercedes. We all pack up, we leave and it's night. We get out there like midnight and we're just driving around the playa. Don't even know where this party, we're like, we have GPS coordinates and we're like kind of following them and we're like just roaming the playa. And it's nighttime, so you can't see shit. You don't even know where you're at. So we finally find them. You know, we get, we get, we get a hold of them. We, we get, we get, we find, we find them and we get there and we're like, we're part, they've been partying for like two days, right? Since Thursday and this is like Saturday. Saturday into Sunday morning, right? And we get there and they're partying and they're like, hey, let's put on a movie. So they put on the movie and they all crash out. And we were like, we just got here. And we took some substances. <laughs> and some chemicals. Yeah, some chemicals. And we're, you know, we're ready to fucking party, right? And Hypothetical so, chemicals. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, um, and so we just go back in the car and we're just like bumping tunes and the sun, the sun starts coming up and we're like, like let's go find this uh, this hot spring that's like a couple miles away. So we drive them, find the hot spring. We start we hang out there at this hot spring and we just watch the sun come up and everything. Right? We get back to the camp and we're you know we've been all been you know drinking and stuff like this and um, and uh, we start you know start we were like oh we're gonna go home and we like get pack up the car and I'm like I, you know I knew it was on a bad like on a good one. Right on a sick one, you know. Yeah, how were you feeling in that moment? <laughs> no, no. To the best of your memory, dude. I was like, I'm gonna drift. I want to drift my car on the playa. So I started. I That's remember, just dr- remember just drifting the car, like putting everyone's lives in danger, and uh, and we're like, they're like, they're, you know, and they start telling me like, we're going the wrong way. We're going the wrong way. And we're like, all right. So I like try to pull. You know, I, I make a turn, try to back up the car, and then try to leave, and car gets stuck, hits off sand. Oh and, no! And you know, we start trying to like just use the chairs that we had or like our like little camping chairs we're trying to you know jam them under the tires. trying to like, dig out or yeah, create that, traction and, somehow. And, yeah, and try to put them in front of the tire so they can try to get some traction as yeah, they yeah. Go. and you know we can't do it we can't do it and at that at, uh, at some point then i uh you know we're trying to ask for help you know we're asking for a bunch of help sorry and uh we can't get anybody, you know, we call you know, Sage and Sage is like, I'm two hours, two hours out. You guys had a signal out there? Yeah. I Luckily. had Verizon and I had somehow I had like, and we call it, had the yeah, signal and we called fucking AAA and they were like, now nah, we're not, we don't come out there unless it's on the road. Yeah. And, yeah. and so we're in the middle of nowhere and I just remember not feeling good. You know, like it got hot. I had a sweater on. I think I had like, you know, I started getting hot. I just went to the back. And I just next thing I remember, I'm being pushed inside the hospital. Oh shit! You passed out. Yeah, and you know the story from you know my wife. God damn. Yeah, and River. <laughs> yeah, that's the, you <laughs> know I just remember quickly. going to the back. But from the story from my wife is that that 
they ended up getting a hold of our friends that were out there camping. They had just packed up and they like basically sent an SOS to them like, hey, some shit's going on. Tony so, down. Tony, Tony down. down. Tony's basically <laughs> dying on us. And so our friends show up and they fucking come out and get my car out. And, uh, you know, and I'm starting to, you know, like throw up and, you know, like I'm like heat exhausted. You heat know? exhausted. Yeah, for sure. And, uh, and I guess the, and once they got us out, you know, they drove us back, you know, and I'm, I guess I'm throwing up, throwing up blood and, and, uh, they, you know, that's how I ended up in the hospital and they just remember being inside the ho- on the hospital bed and had two IVs and how many hours before your wedding was that? You know, like a day. Yeah. Like a full day. Probably. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like Parting a, on the maybe yeah, a little bit more than a day, you know, right. Cause it's a Saturday and we're going to get married Monday. So, okay. Okay. So this is days. like, so when we leave, we leave Sunday morning, right. Early in the morning, right. Maybe seven, maybe six, seven in the morning. Right. And then when we got stuck, you know, eight by eight, nine, you know, I, I was probably at the hospital, maybe like by maybe sometime past noon, maybe two, three, in the afternoon, right? Jeez. By the time they dro- we they drove, yeah, jeez, <laughs> yeah. And then by the time they drove back to Reno, and they went straight to the hospital, and that's when I remember coming back and like, which is I, a couple hours away. Yeah, which is a couple when, hours. once you hit the yeah the pavement. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you know, so I get and I just remember being in there in the hospital, laying in the bed, and just like I can't believe I'm in the hospital the day before my wedding because this is Sunday. Like I'm getting married tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh yeah. shit, I am not projecting the stability of a married yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, but you know what? To be honest with you, if I wouldn't have gone to the hospital that day, I probably wouldn't have got married. You know, like I probably wouldn't have been able in the condition that I was. That the hospital brought me back to, you know, you know, brought me back to 100%. What was their treatment? Did they give you, like, some IVs or something? Yeah, you know, they did, yeah, they had two IVs, uh, and, you know, they did the whole CAT scan shit, and, uh, you know, they did a whole blood panel and everything, and, you know, they're like, oh, you know, you did this, you know. My guy took that sickness and health. Till death do you part shit. Hella serious. Hella serious. He was trying to get on that early, dude. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah. No, and but you know, the next day we got up. You know, River was lovely to drive us out there because she was our uh, our uh, witness. And you know, next day, you know, we get up and drive to Truckee and you know, get married. That's fucking dope. And I love that. Wedding yeah. in the mountains. Yeah, in nice. the mountains, in the Sierras, you know. And uh, so that's why kind of the Sierras kind of a special place in my heart now because yeah. that's kind yeah. of where I got married in the Sierras. You know, yeah, like, it was nice. right by Donner. You know, right yeah. after a near death experience in the right, desert. Yeah, yeah. In the desert. <laughs> yeah, in the desert. And you know, those people that helped me out. You know, I I, I kind of knew them a little bit. You know, I knew a few of them, but I met a lot of them, a lot of them there. And it, you know, like times that we hung out after, like I didn't know a lot of their names, yeah. and they'd be like, it wasn't they'd it wasn't like, at Burning Man. It was a no, side. It was a side. Like a side thing. Thing. It was it was. I was like in October, mm. like something like that. They're like, we carried you back. Yeah, yeah. From they're the like, death. yeah. They're like Tony. And mm-hmm. It's one of those things that like Tony. Do you remember when we fucking saved, saved your, your life? Because like, you were out. You, were, you must have been out for a few hours, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, by the time we're calling people and trying to get, you know, those even if you're even if you're not drinking out on the on Black Rock Desert or any small playa, like somebody rolled their truck. At Renegade Burn, when I was, I had come back to town and went back out, and on the way out, people were leaving. They rolled their truck, and they had handed me some two mushroom tablets on the way in. But like, it's two hours away in the middle of, you yeah, know. Yeah, no, it's it's yeah. So yeah, that's kind of my like hangover story, you know, like the hang, my hangover movie before my wedding. That is perfect. Though. Yeah, that is that is something to to behold. Like just yeah. if you put it in your mind's eye, like imagining. You guys just trying to get a quick party weekend in before you go and tie the knot, and it was kind of like a secretive affair, and no one knew. 
And then here you are, as we all always do, pushing it to the absolute fucking edge, <laughs> right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We were definitely like, unhinged. Unhinged, and for sure. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they don't make licenses, and no. there aren't hinges that can hold such yeah. weight. You know, you know, actually, you know, it's funny because we were unlicensed technically before we got married. That's but true. then we got licensed. There's a you license, got that marriage license. Marriage license. We got. So now you're like licensed and, and unhinged. Un- we were unlicensed. Now you're licensed and hinged. Hey. Congratulations. We were unlicensed hey. then, and now and we I were love unhinged. You guys that we were unhinged. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. And uh, no, it was crazy, man. Um, yeah, I'm, ne- I'm never gonna forget it. You know, not a lot of people know that story. And some a lot of people do. I love that because yeah. that's a great. Yeah. That's a great locked in memory yeah, yeah. for you and your wife's oh, beginning yeah. you oh know? yeah 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 100%. and you have so many more and and we're gonna definitely tony is definitely gonna be a part of this podcast and on frequent episodes so yeah. we're gonna have a lot more of these stories yeah. we're gonna have a lot we're, when we do our first segment of uh unlicensed therapy we'll, yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll do yeah. one of those with tony tony will be involved for sure yeah. and we'll we'll all get into the details of all the emotional yeah. ramifications we'll get the of these things yeah we'll get, we'll get here too because you know because you know, we'll, we'll we'll con we'll con both of our ladies into coming on to one of these eventually it'll be we'll fun get very unhinged then, yeah. yeah it'll be great <laughs> it's gonna be a hoot so speaking of unhinged shit as we have already alluded yeah. to you yeah. with when when tony was on his way here we had a fucking incident in my building, and uh, there was about, at, I think at the most, what was it, Mike, eight eight cop cars? Yeah, there was uh-huh. at least eight. Yeah, there was at uh, least eight that we could see. And an see. ambulance. And an ambulance. <laughs> Disrespecting the shit out of my So truck. I'm going to tell you this story, uh, and then I, Mike I, I, is going to show you this video. I know, it's so like, fucking ridiculous. Are we just showing it to him? Or? No, we're going to tell him the story say, first. Tell story we'll so it. we're just sitting here, we're brainstorming for the podcast. We know Tony's coming on his way at some point. And then we just start hearing this ruckus on my floor, the, four, the, the fourth floor of the building, right? And so me and, me and him, like, I'd stop what we're doing. I didn't think it was, like, anything at first. I was like, am I hearing stuff? I paused it, and there's some ruckus going on in the hallway. Cops are coming flying down the hallway. For sure. Like, we, we just People made, are screaming. There's dogs barking. If I had to guess, and I don't want to put anything on, on the, these individuals that I don't know any facts about what was actually going on, but if I had to guess... It was either like a domestic violence situation or somebody got served a warrant or I'm not sure what. But all I know is we came out in the hallway. We looked. One of my neighbors is out there. Some girl is in the hallway crying with her dog. There's, there's police officers. There's police officers in the hallway actively going towards the end of this, this hallway where you get off the elevator to the very end of that. So I'm like, oh, shit, I don't know what the fuck's going on. And me and Mike come back inside and we're kind of listening, but it winds down. Right, so we go and open the, the fucking shades to my giant fucking picture windows right out here. And we look out on the street, and there's just a fucking sea of cop cars, as far as the eye can see, right? And we can see one of them, which is parked parallel to Mike's Gaddy's truck. And they got a paramedic out there with one of those little defibrillator slash fucking heart rate monitor fucking backpacks that they have, just sitting like a on the duffel bag. They just set it on the on, the, on his bed rail, to, yeah, on the bed of my truck. So fucking hilarious. And we're just talking shit and we're joking like, this guy's in the back getting medical attention, but he's obviously why the cops are there because he's in cuffs and he's sitting in the back seat, yeah. right? He's in the back of the cop car, and then the ambulance pulls up and they pull the gurney out, and I was like, oh shit, they're gonna. Put him in the gurney. They're gonna say he's hurt, dude. I was like, maybe he got stabbed. We don't know. Oh, yeah, Jer- we're yeah. we're joking around. Jeremy's joking like, we around. haven't had a good stab. I was like, I haven't seen a good stab in <laughs> years, dude. It's been a while, you know. 
But so. the funny thing is, we're joking around. Like it'd be funny if this motherfucker takes a runner, and I and maybe even on this video clip that we got that we're about to show you, I was talking about they're gonna handcuff him to the gurney once they put him on it, right? Right. And this motherfucker stands up, and he's just got a paramedic in front of him, and the cops are at the back of the fucking cop car by the gurney where he's about to go, and this motherfucker just calmly gets up. And just tucks his hand behind his back and closes the Swipes fucking the cop, cop car door. door. That was only out. And just starts running down the street in handcuffs. Holy shit. Dude. I was like, I think, what if he runs? And I called it. Here, we'll show you the video. Yeah, we'll show you the video. Let's watch it. Go ahead, pass that. You can hit, I'll let you hit play. Hit play when you're ready, my guy. Even outside, you can't really hear Four twenty, four twenty runner, dude. Yeah. You gotta loop it back and just Play watch it from the that. Beginning. Yeah, just watch that. Just watch that little tiny corner where where the dude in the handcuffs is getting out of the car. Can you see it? Yes, he did run. He's running. <laughs> He's running. <laughs> I feel it. Dude. I feel it. I feel it. <laughs> Mike was saying that it would be funny right before that happened. Holy shit. No wonder why there was an ambulance down the street, rather. Yeah, because then they, they all, all put their like, no, knees yeah. on. <laughs> I was like trying to piece it together. Like, they went you know, and like, tackled him for sure. Dude, you got you to gotta clip this into the... Oh, yeah. This is, this is going to be a clip on Instagram. on Instagram. So, and that brings me to the point. If, you, if you're listening and you want to follow us on Instagram, the unlicensed and unhinged is the, our Instagram name. And, and the name attached to it is Mike and Gaddy. So you guys can get on there. You can see it. We're gonna pr- we're gonna post when we drop a new episode. We're gonna post when uh, whenever we can. Funny clips from our podcast, and it's yeah. gonna be it's gonna be a good time. Like so, go ahead and like and follow that, and you that'll be your best way to get updates about yeah. when we're producing something. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, that was amazing. Uh, that, was, that was definitely worth the wait because for the yeah, video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, hundred percent. And the story. Yeah, yeah we don't was, have a lot of context. All yeah, we that, know is some curly headed guy. That dude was probably unlicensed and definitely unhinged. unhinged. <laughs> for sure, no hinges on that man, <laughs> except for the ones in the handcuffs. <laughs> he did have hinges on that. Actually, <laughs> he didn't let that stop him. He did not let that Dude, stop. Dude, and then later and that's on, great motivation. Later on, the, uh, the sergeant came up, and I, you could see kind of the, the process of everything that happened. I, I'm assuming he was the sergeant because the two cops that were originally there when he started to run. There's this other guy, older guy with a, the mustache, and he's like, "Ask what the fuck happened here." He's like, "Well, see, sir, he was in the back of the cop car. We went to put him on the gurney, and then he ran that way. <laughs> they were here standing back there. Damn, they weren't ready. Yeah, having to explain that to your boss, dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But the uh, best part is the best part is though. Let us all take a lesson from that man because he didn't let a little thing like being handcuffed in the back of a a police car bother him. I don't know if he bullshitted them to get the ambulance there, but the minute that gurney showed up and those cops moved away from him, he was gondo. He didn't hit the fucking track. I think he knew what he was doing the whole (laughs) time. He's like, ah, my neck, my neck, get the ambulance Dude, and it's definitely going to be a, uh, you know, know, just a a learning lesson for this guy because he's just, he's in a... You know, come on, you, you know, running in handcuffs is not going to end well. Right, yeah. yeah it's you're just already... not going to end well. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, you it's, swing it's your arms. Yeah, you're definitely, it's like, it, yeah, fuck it, you did it, but like, yeah. it's not going to end well. At that point, well. it's just stupid. It's like, he would have got 100% pro thug points if that motherfucker had 
popped one of the handcuffs. Oh, yeah, or but like you know that's not happening. And then no. just went running down the street, free man. Like, yeah, he, he just happened to have like one in his belt. Where he could have jumped yeah, in the, yeah. If he could do that, then he could jump in the Truckee River and just take off. Yeah, I'm just saying, though, like, if y'all see me running with one handcuff, you know, help a boy out, right? <laughs> <laughs> just in uh, case, dude. you know, I like to generally obey the law. Dude, that's so but, crazy. Uh, it, it, you know, man, that's Reno, man. It, 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 you know. Yeah, that was some Reno interview. Fuck yeah. Sure. yeah. Reno, some Reno 911 shit. That <laughs> exactly. was perfect. It was Why do you just think like they that. came up with the TV show? I just wish we, uh, we got to find someone who's really good yeah. at video editing and have the first cop that's chasing him. Look like the cop man for the like, show. Like with, with the shorts and the cowboy boots. <laughs> hey, get back over here. <laughs> he's like, new boot goofy. He's right after he's got his new boots. He's yeah. like, take down it. He's like, God damn it. God damn it. <laughs> it's like, I just got these bitches. <laughs> Yeah, dude, that's crazy, man. It, it, that was definitely worth the wait. I hope it was. I hope I, it was worth the wait. What's funny is there. I don't know if you saw in the video. There's like a, a ride along just standing there witnessing. She hopped out of the ambulance when they pulled up, but no, she doesn't yeah. know what she's doing. Obviously, yeah. you can tell by her body language. Let's do this shit again. And yeah, yeah. You got to loop it back. It's so fucking funny. The, the first video shows the. Amp, I, I bet the, you guys watched this like eight times. We, we did. It yeah, we were times. dying laughing because I didn't. Here. I was. I had the camera up right, but I didn't realize that what I was. I was still kind of getting my focus, and Jeremy goes. Yes, he's running, and I didn't even see him run yet until like two seconds later. But I got it on video. You fucking nailed it, dude! I thought you missed oh, it. Oh, is this the chick? The the one? Yeah. yeah, so, yeah. I, so I started taking that video before the oh, man. takeoff video. So you so, can see. So the, where does your truck get involved? Just because it was in the video? Yeah. Just, oh was, they, uh, okay. no! Well, they set their 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 stuff on the bed of my truck. You'll see. Oh yeah, yeah. I see it now. The bag. Mike's all yee yee yeah. parked out front of yeah. my apartment building. <laughs> fucking well, lucky I got a spot with some lumber in the back. In yeah, <laughs> I told you I got lumber. <laughs> that wasn't lumber, that's, bro. That's, that's a lumber. couple sticks of it's, fucking it's wood. A bunch of, it's a bunch of four by fours, a few six by sixes, a couple pieces of scrap plywood. Yeah, this is why Mike got a, a truck, dude. If it's <laughs> enough, <laughs> if it's enough He's lumber, like, I, with that. I also got two chains and two pipes in there. He's like, I, I can't fit anything in my fucking. Jeep if it's right enough, here. if it's yeah, enough lumber to build something, you got lumber in your truck. Right, if not, build, it's just fucking. Out of it. Yeah, it's we, just waste wood. Yeah, we I'll met up. It. We I'll met up with Mike a couple weeks ago in the fucking at a pyramid, and he just had his fucking art. His oh, that's fifth wheel. He just had everything. He had all his toy hauler. Yeah, toy hauler with the dually. I'm mobile. Yeah, he's just had everything. He had a little fucking grill. He cooked us up, cooked us up some steaks um, and fucking just drank. And that was legit. We went to that hot spring too. Yeah, we mourned a little bit, and yeah, yeah. and it, but it, was, it was such a nice time. It was such a nice experience to be together at that time because yeah, it was just what yeah. less than a month ago, maybe yeah, month yeah, ago. yeah, yeah, yeah. A few it weeks was, ago, and I had never really gone out to Pyramid to be honest with you to to really you know, like do that. I've kind of passed by it, but I've never like really hung out by it. Mm. It was cool to find that little hot spring and just fucking chill. Side yeah. mission. Yeah, and listen to Mike's uh, eight-minute version of <laughs> Austin Powers. That was pretty it's good. It's a precursor. Yeah, you, guys are, you guys don't understand. It's going to be – I'm planning something. It's, you'll, you'll, it's it's going to be – You'll be there next year. It's going to be great. Am I playing or what? Yeah. Yeah, cool. you're definitely booked as easy. one of the DJs. We didn't uh, even ask you. Yeah. <laughs> we just put you. We just put you on the list. We okay. didn't even ask you. Okay, so. yeah, yeah. We'll talk to your agent if yeah, we have yeah, to. Yeah. You know? uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just send an email, please. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. on that subject, uh, Tony, what is in in your your music and your art world? The things that you're doing, you you are a major part of a big show yeah. that goes on 
quite often in Reno. Yeah, we have. So why don't you talk a little bit about that and let us know some of your dates and some of your upcoming shows yeah. that you have going on. Get it out to our our forty plus listeners. Yeah, forty plus. Yeah, I mean they gotta know, and then maybe they'll you know they tell their friends, and their friends will tell their friends. You know, that, it goes on. But no, um, we have um, an event that we've been doing for quite some time now, maybe a little over a year. Um, Fourth Street Art Project, and. Um, the reason I kind of got involved in it because we were doing this uh, lo-fi event at Dead Ringer called uh, the Late Lounge um, that we ended up incorporating into the the Four Street Art Project, and you know we were you know had this whole community of uh, of friends that would come out and sell their work you know sometimes it, it which is cool to have that in a community to bring. You know, because sometimes you know you make all these things and you don't even know what you're worth. You know, and this is this is your option, your chance to bring that out to the public and maybe try to sell some of it, even if you don't sell any of it. And when when you're new but, and when yeah. you're a new artist, yeah. it's the it's Just, the community that yeah. gives your art value yeah. mm-hmm. before you can monetize it, yeah. before you can 100%. have it be something that pays your bills. No, even it's yeah. it's all about the community. Yeah. We do it for the cult. Yeah, you make, you make your friends, and then your friends will invest in who what you make right and then you know and that's kind of where it starts right and and same thing with djing right i mean i i didn't make any money from it i didn't go in, into it expecting to make money but you know sometimes i make a little bit of money here and there you know and it's cool that like it's to, good to be acknowledged yeah, in that yeah, way you know it's something that i was doing for years in my bedroom and practicing and then finally coming here and and making the right connections and you know reading the meeting with the right people that got me to the point where I now I get to DJ and I get to do production work and I've gotten to work with some of the biggest artists in the industry. And on top of my, you know, working for one of the, the most, the, one of the biggest companies in the world that that's known globally now, you know, yeah, like, that's you know, true. You know like it's like, you're also, and, and, you're also a big fierce leader that, you know, that people may, that people like or dislike. He's, de- he's definitely capable of, of, creating a lot of uh division and he's also capable of creating a lot of great products and world changing ideas that are moving forward and you're also aside from that part of your life you're part of one of the biggest and and the dopest fucking music scenes in reno you know we have a dope scene we do we do yeah some of the now we get to see some of the dopest artists coming to reno it's insane dude with the just the, the, the people the people that have put this together to make this happen right and and um, and I think that's what Forestry Arts Project. Is up. You know, if you haven't gone, you know, next next week we're gonna have a memorial for our friend. What date is that? The twenty seventh. The twenty seventh. Thursday of next week. Um, I will not be DJing. We you know we we will be uh, playing music that our f- great friend loved, and displaying that to the world. You know, or to everyone that shows up to come hang out and please come. You know, and come support. And, you know, Shout out to Brady. May we all remember him. And we cheers to Brady. He was cheers, actually cheers one of the yeah. cheers to Brady. Cheers to Brady. Yeah. He was actually one of the big the the big motivations of starting this. You know, me and Mike have talked about this in previous episodes, and we've talked about this between ourselves. You know, like losing a friend with that much impact and 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 our culture. You know, that is a big deal, and it's something that made me realize. Like, I'm not the guy that takes photos. Every time I'm out partying, I don't capture the, the memories in that way. But if we can have these conversations with all of our homies, and I've said this before, then we are going to immortalize them in, in their own way. If we, God forbid, lose Tony years from now, and we've got hundreds of podcasts, 
with Tony on them. We could put those on in our morning, and it'd be like Tony sitting right here in the room yeah, with us. Yeah. And or if you guys lose me, yeah. which is like probably not likely because I cannot die. <laughs> you know, I cannot be killed. I'm like the cockroach of humans. It's been proven. But you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. this is it's the a value. Good catalog. Yeah. Yeah, no, and yeah, but the, some other shows I got coming. Um, we, we're I'm doing the revival at the Eddie May six. It's okay. a day. It's a day. It's gonna That's be my a, birthday. May six. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, are you doing anything that day? We're yeah. doing the barbecue. Oh, what time? Now everybody knows. <laughs> shit, we'll cut this out. <laughs> no, we're not cutting shit. I'm, I'm probably gonna have to be there after the barbecue. That's fine. Sorry, yeah. sorry. No, that's cool. I that's totally, fine. I totally spaced the date when I was like, you know, I haven't played. I'm we'll talk about the logistics later, but yeah, yeah, we'll get yeah, it. We'll get you, you there, and even if not, we'll catch you on the next one, dude. There's, there's, there's so much going on, yeah. and with our group of friends, there, yeah. there's never a dull moment or a weekend that's unaccounted for. You can't for. make it to everything. It's yeah, you can't really make hard. it to everything. Yeah, yeah, but either way, we'll get it all. We'll get it all tied in nice and tight. And so you got any more date shoutouts than that? Uh, nothing yet, really. You know, um, you know, follow me at Take It Easy underscore. Uh, DJ on Instagram. Um, also, follow Funk Facility. Uh, I know some of you that maybe yeah. listen to this podcast. Maybe some of you have never heard of it, but I throw a, a, an event, a dead ringer called Funk Facility, where it was kind of designed to kind of bring artists in Reno to play some of the best best funk house, disco, soul music that they like. You know and that like, funky shit. Yeah, yeah. And, and my 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 motto with that has always been that you know to you know. For the DJs, is play what's funk to you. You know, this is something I, 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 yeah. I, I, got, I learned from nice. a, a DJ that, that I booked at one of my first events when he told, told me that he used to have uh, an event in LA and basically told his DJs the same thing. And you know, I was like, you know, that's a great, you know, theory to go behind. Like this whole event is like, don't feel like you have to play classic funk or disco. Play what's funk to you. You know, and that always keeps it fresh because sometimes you never know. Maybe someone's style of funk, maybe a funk type of funk you've never even heard before. You know what I mean? And it's like now you're like, you're like well, what's this? Who's this DJ? And like, you know, Just introducing them into a yeah, whole new yeah, genre yeah, that they didn't and, imagine. Yeah, you know? And so that's kind of what Funk Facility has always been for me. I mean, Travis, because, you know, we, me and him were the ones that kind of built it, you know, like in, you know, workshop the name and, you know, and, and the logo and stuff like that. And, and now it's a thing that I got into, you know, partner up with House Party and Base Camp as well. And, you know, you know, to make it a thing. And, you know, the last one was a banger, dude. You know, the last one was a banger. The last one I went to, I don't know if yeah. it was the last one, but the last one I went to was definitely a banger. Yeah, dude, it was a, it was a dope party. That's and one of the things I love about all of my friends and in this whole circle, including Jeremy, is Jeremy's, the way they bring people together with his podcast for us to sit down and talk and dissect things and experience things. And same thing with Travis and Brady, bringing that art aspect yeah. into the music aspect yeah. of it. And yeah, if you haven't gone to Dead Ringer, you know, some of our closest friends, manage that place and make it's a family dude yeah it's a family there and you know a lot of people that probably listen to this podcast have been there and had yeah, some, you know had true. made amazing times with us and people that haven't you know and if you haven't if you haven't been go check it out come become a part of this family yeah. and i want you to know it's one of the safest places in reno to have a party right. to ha- hang out with your friends and and know that the security the staff and yeah. and many of the regular customers including me yeah. and mike who have done security and been part of the staff when we're all there, you're 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 looked out for. You're yeah. watched after. We don't put up with any of that fucking creepy shit. Dudes are harassing you. You make a little bit of a scene, 
and six or seven people from the crowd will jump in and we'll drag a motherfucker out by yeah, their earlobe. Yeah, yeah. That, 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 yeah that's a, a really good uh, point to bring up that. Yeah. You know, don't come with bad vibes. You know, come... To any uh, establishment yeah, for yeah, music. Yeah, to any establishment. And, and anywhere, any bar or restaurant, you know. You know I almost oh, hate oh. that that has to be said. No, right? no, no. Right? And it, it's because we've seen it. Yeah, we, we have. See, we've we seen have, some yeah. bad apples yeah. and some fucking dickheads, you know. And... And but you know and it, and it still happens you know and it happens happened recently you know but you know if you, you know we're gonna take care of you but you gotta take care of us yeah we're gonna we're gonna clean yeah. house yeah we we're clean gonna house. clean house yeah that being said um, does anyone have any last words I'm gonna start with Mike you got anything else you want to put out you want to talk about for today we had a great session with Tony I'm glad you can make it out Hell things yeah. didn't all, they always always work out as planned the best one yet yeah. you know <laughs> so we got some cool footage for yeah, the Instagram like, yeah and it's always uh, a good yeah, time the, spending the whole story behind this it was great yeah it was <laughs> so fun dude yeah how about you Jeremy uh, I just always I just want to say what I always say which is I love having a guest that's already somebody that's in my circle, that's someone, my friend, one of my brothers in your case, you know, and we've got our connections on, on multiple tiers now. And I appreciate you being here. And I know that you as a person, you as an artist, you're going to be successful. And may we all build a culture in Reno, you know what I mean? Because yeah. this podcast is about life in Reno yeah. with me and my friends. And you're, you being one of those people, you've got a lot more access and a lot more connections than I do as like a newbie in here. But the reality is like it's all glorious people for all their faults, for all the crazy shit in our circle. Everybody is a fucking amazing and interesting yeah. fucking piece of chaos, yeah, you know, yeah. and that's what I, I love. love my friends. Yeah. That's what I love. So I'm just going to ask you one question on yeah. your way out, and that is what was the best thing that happened to you in this last year and what was the hardest lesson those two that's two part questions so this year oh man um the hardest lesson this year so far i mean it it, it was going pretty good um you know fucking up my tire was pretty fucked up dude just the other like a few weeks ago when you called me yeah dude you know and and it's my fault see i should have been better about it but you know that's checking your spare I would have come out yeah, there. I told you, you know, remember it, how it down? Was definitely, yeah, it was definitely. Remember how down I was? I was like, yeah, I'll no, hook up the trailer right now, and I, I was know. sick. And I, yeah, and I didn't want you to come out, but you know that. I think that was one of the like, fucking things I it fucked really, really. It was a really big learning lesson there. Just sure. a smack in the face from the yeah, universe. Yeah, you know, yeah, for sure. You know, like yeah. be be more prepared. You know, like if if you're making a long trip, be prepared for that long trip. You know, making sure you, your spare tire is a good tire. Uh, um, you know, back to the basics, and you know, back, back to, to the, the basics. basics. You know, having you know, like you know, having maybe like a little air compressor in your car too. Doesn't yeah, yeah. I got like, options for you. Yeah, I can yeah, show you what yeah, I got. No, yeah, yeah. You know, you know, jumper cables. You just never fucking know, right? <laughs> the whole nine yards. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's been, you know, if you're making a long trip, and yeah, that was pretty fucked up. But I think uh, what was it? The other another. The, uh, the, your best memory. Best memory so far this year. Oh man, I'm trying to think. I mean, there's been a lot of good ones this year. Oh. It's always a hard one, man. The you got to pick something. The hot springs trip? Oh, no, it, it, it was it was, but it was that was, was kind of sad. That was too, but yeah, yeah. it's hard to like you know. It's hard to pin that as the best one. <laughs> yeah, I don't, want, yeah, I don't want to pin that. We were we were all reeling yeah, with the news of the yeah, loss yeah, of our friend Brady. Yeah, and shout out, out to Brady. It worked yeah. out perfectly. You know, I don't. I wish that you know that. I wish that day would have never happened. You know, mm-hmm. like, yeah, you know, for sure. It's not too long in the year, so there's plenty of opportunity to make amazing memories. But no, there's still yeah, I'm, there's know. a lot of shit. You know, you know fucking, we've been living in this winter hell. For, I know it's been fucking. You crazy. know, like you can't do shit, dude. That's true, Tony. It's been a real pleasure. Yeah. 
And I love you. Love you Thank too, you man. for showing up. Thank yeah. you for fucking making this podcast yeah. happen with us. Yeah. And you're going to be a regular part of this. Yeah. I can tell oh, you right yeah, now. Yeah. I'm happy to. I'm happy to have you for an interview. I'm happy to have a uh, get to know Tony. Yeah. I hope we all did a good job of oh, conveying yeah. Yeah. the message and yeah. getting it out there. And I want you to know I appreciate and love all of your contributions to the culture yeah. of Reno. <laughs> <laughs> and I look forward to talking to you again in the future. Yeah. This is Jeremy signing off from Jerilago. <laughs> I love you and goodbye. Hey, Thanks, uh, wait, 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 wait. stay licensed. Stay unlicensed and unhinged, please. Fuck yeah.